Hey folks, D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show. Happy Friday, everybody. And if you listened to our Aftermath show earlier this week, you knew that we were going to talk a little bit of a boxing recap with Mr. Peter Kahn, who came on and uh, and, and gave us some, uh, some boxing betting insight before the Wilder Fury fight. Then he was there at the MGM Grand for the fight. He had a fighter fighting on the undercard. And now he's out at training camp in South Florida hanging out. But we're going to recap what was, um, you know, one of the most exciting and, and, and best and most positive heavyweight shows that boxing's had in recent memory. Um, We got him back. We got a quick hit. We're going to talk a bit about it. Uh, Folks, welcome to the Under Review Show. Mr. Peter Kahn, how are you, sir? Damon, I'm fantastic. I appreciate you having me back on. And 22nd at the MGM Grand. Uh, I was in the back of house, like you just mentioned, uh, with my fighter who had fought uh, on the undercard. Unfortunately, uh, a favorite, on Bet Online, by the way, Amir Mom, uh, we lost a close decision to Javier Molina. It was disappointing. Uh, I thought we we had won or got a, a draw at at the least. However, uh, being in the back of house that night, being around uh, that whole event, and then and then watching that main event from the ring walks to the announcement <laughs> of Fury winning it. It was great for bo- it was a great night for boxing worldwide. You, you know, it's 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 awesome you said because we talked about uh, that when you were on the show, um, you know, the week before the fight and saying like, I, I think we, we we just shaped the question as like, what would be the best result for boxing, and 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 you know who would be the best to win to go on and uh, and to continue these these you know these big marquee heavyweight fights for the future of the heavyweight division. But you know, I didn't take a moment to step back and say, well, what is this doing right now for boxing? And, and the heavyweight decision division. And I, I guess, you know, I, I sort of overlooked the fact that uh, it had the potential to be buzzworthy, have people talking about it, have an amazing result. And, you know, maybe we're just so cynical because of the state of boxing the last decade. And I'm just, I'm just bitter. But we did, I didn't sit there and, and put into the consideration that, well, what if this event is the next great thing for boxing or something amazing for them to build on? And uh, I mean, for all, from everything, from top to bottom, I think it actually was. I mean, you're right. There was, but there were so many great things that came out of this. Now, first of all, I hate losing. Okay. Okay. And yeah. forget about our fight, right? Forget about my fight. I hate being wrong when I pick for a fight. And, <laughs> yeah. But I'm the first person who te- will tell you that when I'm wrong. And in this case, once again, Bet Online had Wilder as the favorite, um, which was interesting because you and I had talked about this. The opening line had Fury as the favorite. Yeah, it did. And money money then began coming in on Wilder to the tune of like 66% consistently until it was at like 51, 49% as the fight got closer. But nonetheless, you know, like I said, BetOnline had Wilder as a favorite, a small favorite, but a favorite nonetheless. Yeah. And uh, you were able to get underdog money on, on Fury. Um, and, and everything about it leading up to that fight week was just, let me tell you, these two are a promoter's dream. Okay. Not only can they fight, but these guys, I'm telling you, I was in the media center, uh, literally, literally after the weigh-in and these guys don't stop. They were doing sit downs. They were doing, uh, basically like satellite tour style, interviews i mean they ran themselves ragged promoting this show and of course when you get a piece of the back end and and the pay-per-view and you're looking at getting an excess of potentially 30 million dollars of course you're going to do that but just the whole way that this played out 
uh, I believe that, well, there's a few things that happened. Number one, history in the making. There has never been a situation in modern time where Great Britain has owned the entire heavyweight championship. So between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury, all four major belts, WBO, IBF, WBA, and WBC, are in the hands of the United Kingdom. And it's just, I don't remember, listen, I don't remember the last time that's been the case. Uh, Now, Lennox Lewis was an undisputed heavyweight champion, Right, but but Lennox is Jamaican, Canadian, Canadian you want a gold British. Medal for Canada. He, yep. he checks his, he checks all the boxes, right? <laughs> yeah. Anthony Joshua fought in the Olympics and won a gold medal for the, for for Great Britain. Yeah. Tyson Fury is from the UK. Like this is yeah. a, he's from Manchester. This is a true scenario yeah. where 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 the UK owns. Um, the, the heavyweight division. Now, Wilder did have a rematch clause, and he exercised it. Yep. So uh, there's only two scenarios that can take place. One, he could reassess the situation and say, you know what, I'm exercising my rematch clause. However, I will take step-aside money. I will allow you to fight Anthony Joshua. However, the winner has to fight me next. Okay. That is oh. something that happens in boxing. Yeah. We, we do this. However... I think they're gonna they're just gonna move forward with this July rematch, and the winner would then end up facing Joshua. But you know, to your point, the lead, the build up, the fight, the aftermath. I mean, who thought we could come up with? Not only did Tyson Fury win, and we were all wrong, right? Yep. But he did it decisively. Oof. I mean, he yep. beat this guy up. Well, I mean, that's what we, we were t- kind of talking about it in, in, in when we were handicapping the fight coming into it. You know, we, we both agreed. I think everybody, the judges agreed. It was like unanimous across the board that that, that Tyson Fury won the last fight, but just knocked, sure. the knockdowns and the points just made it closer than it should have been, and it ended up being a draw. Right. We all know everyone said he, he was winning that fight on points, but he wasn't beating up Wilder. He didn't beat him up. He You know, no. he, he was winning the fight, but he didn't beat him up. This fight, he, was beat, he beat Damon. him up. He did it differently. You know what this is? It's almost like the Canelo Triple G blueprint. In the first fight, Canelo was a counterpuncher, moving backwards, looking to counterpunch Triple G, who was the aggressor. In the second fight, Canelo turned the tables and was the aggressor and was the bully, and, and and he pulled out a decision, a close decision, right? Yeah. Tyson Fury was the bully in this fight from the opening bout. Oh, man. I mean... He just took, he took everything, you know, that, that, those 273 pounds, whether it was real, whether it was water, people yeah. are thinking that he water loaded, uh, that he kept the shirt on, that he did everything he could to, to give the appearance of being heavier. But here's the thing I was being there and watching it on TV is there's just a different vibe, right? Right, right. You, I mean, where I was sitting, because, you know, as you know, I, I pull, as uh, Kelly Swanson, right, of Swanson Communications, who does all the PR, as she said to me in the media center, she goes, Peter, you know what you are? I'm like, what? She goes, you're a boxing schizophrenic. Because <laughs> I work met by managing fighters. I write for Forbes. I have the Fight Guys YouTube channel. She's like, she's like you're doing like all these, she's, you're boxing schizophrenic. So yeah. for the fight itself, I went from working the corner for a mirror mom 
to right. then being in the media section to live block this for Forbes. And I happened to be where the ring, the media section was by the ring walk with, listen, I've never seen too excited. I felt like I was at like a, <laughs> I don't know if it was like a bar mitzvah or if it was a fight, <laughs> what it was, but it was just like this pageantry watching Fury come out and how big he is and just his imposing stature. And then, then Wilder coming out and looking like I'm like watching like a transformer. Yeah, totally. I'm telling you, it was, my heart was pumping, right? Yeah. Like my, I knew something was going to happen. And I, look, I thought it was going to be Wilder catching him in an early KO. Wilder. But then as it, as it was just happening, I'm thinking to myself, I can't believe what I'm watching. Yeah, it was unreal. I mean, this is how we assessed it. We go, the guy's coming in. It's so heavy. He's decided that he's, you know, he, he's going to try to uh, use his power, I guess, to stop Weiler. We're like shaking our heads going, well, no, no, you did a fine job. The other thing, dancing around and, 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 and playing the game with him and outpointing him, just do that and don't get tired and you'll be fine. What is, what's the matter with you? This is a terrible idea right. after Wilder's just been putting people like into retirement with that right hand since your last fight. But yet he came out and he just knew from the get-go that, oh, you know what I was missing? A bit of power, maybe. You know, I can put this. He can't hit me, and I can hit him whenever I want. And, uh, you know, he was, like, disguising that uh, that the jab. is. He was throwing, like, this little weird little snappy left that was just confusing Wilder, but hurting him, too. He mm -hmm. wasn't just using the paw. Like it was it was incredible domination. And then uh, I thought so, to yeah. put him away like that, it was it was it was unbelievable. But both of us, I'd look back at how we handicapped it, and I'm like, we're not wrong. We weren't wrong in how we assess that. We, we were wrong in is that is Tyson Fury may be one of the most like academic heavyweights that we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. A guy that you know some of the best or all of the best out there could be chameleons, and they could morph into different styles of fighters. Um, usually, not that much of a spectrum though. But he went from, yeah, like you're saying, from from, uh, you know, from cute, pointed boxer to bully against the same guy uh, in in two fights. You know, it was, it's unbelievable well, to watch. From a, and from a technical standpoint, the thing that I can tell you that that is what what makes him stand out. There's a couple of things, right? From from a pure technical boxing X's and O's standpoint, he has an excellent command of distance. Now, okay, besides yeah. the fact that he's, you know, six foot nine, right? He <laughs> utilizes, crazy. he has very good feet for a big man. And managing the distance and understanding range is really what separates good fighters from great fighters. Floyd Mayweather Jr., an excellent uh, innate understanding of how to manage the distance and, and why he was so hard to hit and was able to counterpunch. Manny Pacquiao. Uh, understands how to manage the distance, and, and you see those yeah. consistencies with these guys. Roy Jones uh, and was so, from a, a technical standpoint, you know that was something that stood out to me. The other thing was, you know, Fury's boxing IQ, right? His his just he took away he by bullying Wilder and putting him on his back foot. You automatically mitigate the full power of any punch that Wilder can bring. Now you do take risk, Massive getting risk, caught yeah. walking into something. Yeah. But it's but it's a measured risk. I mean, this is boxing. This isn't badminton. I mean, yeah. you're going to get hit. But he but he shortened Wilder's punches, and so by not letting Wilder get that full snap and extension on his punches, in which 
when he's had his most devastating knockouts, that's what that's what we see. Um, you know, Fury was just able to do that, and I think because Fury did win decisively the first fight, and it was those two knockdowns which gave a four point swing was the, the determining factor that made it a draw. I think we have to remember, he, it's not like he changed that much. He just tweaked a couple of things. Right. We have to remember, he really did win the first fight. Yeah. Like, if it, the I two knockdowns forgot. gave those two extra points to Wilder, in fact, they gave four. Because you can make an argument that he could have been too. winning yeah. the two rounds in which he was knocked down, but yet it just becomes a 10-8 round. Yeah. So, you know, in hindsight... I, I stand by my I stand by my pick, uh, and it was because statistically, uh, I was choosing an undefeated fighter with a big punch who put a guy down twice last time, who beat the count of twelve by barely uh, a one count. Um, I thought that this time it would be Wilder that would be able to put his foot on the gas pedal early and find a home for that big right hand. I was wrong. I mean, props to Fury, but it's like certainly reignited the interest in the heavyweight division. Um, and it's just going to, you know, I, I mean, the money that's going to come in, and I'm just really curious to see where Bet Online did they already set the line by any chance for the for the July 18th oh, well, uh, third fight? Okay, yeah, they they actually have. And I'll, I'll let you know right now, the, t- the, the preliminary line right now is uh, Fury is a minus 260 favorite um, over Deontay Wilder hmm, okay. at plus 220 here. Um, so you they, know what? Yeah, I think I think I think it's I think it's too low. Yeah, I, I think it's actually really good line value right now. If, if I were to, I just after what I saw, the mental aspect of what see Fury's going to go in there being himself, and and that was one other thing I wanted to point out that I you know no matter how long I've been in this, I you know I keep learning and I keep looking and seeing things. There are very few guys that have been able to be as successful as some of the top guys in in the sport. And, um, and I realize it's the guys that are super relaxed that truly are confident and just go in, not overtrained with a, with a confidence, but yet a, a, a happiness. Like Manny Pacquiao walks to the ring smiling and like, he loves it. He loves the people yeah. around, he loves the energy. There's no tenseness. Fury is the same way. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's, so he's just having fun. It's he's truly just having fun. I mean, with his own song, you know, that he his own walkout song, right? I mean, even just the whole, everything that he exudes was that he's just so relaxed in there. I think that we're going to see it, you know, if they make it to that third fight, yep. like it looks like they will. Yep. I believe Fury's a much bigger favorite than he is right now on on paper. Yeah, I mean, and this is it. I mean, lesson learned from us having uh, having gone through this before. It's that uh, it, he dominated the first fight. He just didn't beat him up. So in the second fight, he went and dominated, right. and he beat him up. Um, what are we going to expect yeah. out of this third fight? Did also Deontay Wilder, who who does not have that boxing amateur nah, boxing you pedigree, can't change him. you're you not going to change. He's not going to be. He's not going to start dancing around. He's a power puncher. Yeah, man. He waits puncher. and waits and waits and boom. Good night. He's a freak athlete. And here's the thing: if he comes forward, it's going to be the same thing. Right, and if he tries to fight off his back foot and sort of counterpunch him to get it, it's not going to happen. He, it's 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 a style, you know. Another cliche: styles make, make fights. fights. Yeah, of course. There this you go. style just doesn't work for Wilder. No, absolutely not. And, uh, and, you know, and it's okay. It's okay. 
it's just this is life. Yeah, yeah. They, they, this is the thing. He's he's and for Wilder, I mean, he's just got to make some decisions about where he's going to go, and and maybe he does take a stab at trying to become a fighter instead of just a puncher. Um, uh, but I yeah, don't see just, at his age. It might it just might yeah, be too 30. late at his age. I he mean, actually weighs thirty. We're looking at a 30, 33 year old. Yeah. I don't know, thirty three. He's got too many fights, and and look, I'm I'm a fan. You know, I like yeah. him as a person. Uh, I've had the ability to be around him and. I like him. I, I like Tyson Fury. Um, I, I was happy for, for boxing. I, I just don't see Wilder being able to have the time uh, and then what the psychological toll, because the lead-up to this next fight is just going to be Fury badgering him. Badgering him. Yeah. You know, badgering him. <laughs> I mean, badgering him in every which way possible. Uh, it's it's a lot of humble pie for Wilder to eat in the meantime. Yeah. Um, mentally, I don't know if he's going to be able to reset, refocus and be able to come up with a game plan that's going to mitigate, you know, what we're looking at. Yeah. It's too much. It's yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing Fury has again on above and beyond everybody else, it's that in between the ears, he's or you in, in the promotion. He just, he's, he's a clever guy. And, uh, he just knows how to do what he does. Hey, Peter, we appreciate you you doing this, man. I know you have you're a super busy guy. You got a ton of stuff going on right now. You're in South Florida at a bloody training camp for uh, one of your fighters. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where we can find you um, on the internet machine and uh, and what what is the kind of stuff you got going on right now. Well, listen, I love coming on here. I appreciate it. I, I you know my apologies. I wanted to come back on sooner, uh, but it, from from Las Vegas, I literally came back to Florida for 19 hours. I then got on a plane and went to Puerto Rico with Xander Zayas, who uh, is one of the, well, first of all, he's the youngest fighter ever to sign with top rank at 16 years old. He's a welterweight from Puerto Rico. He's now 4-0 with three KOs. He fought the week later, the week after. So I literally was right into fight week with him. Uh, I then came back to South Florida where George Kimbosa Jr. is landing as we speak. Uh, they Matchroom announced the fight today. He'll be fighting Lee Selby May 9th in Cardiff on uh, the Zone and Sky Sports. And basically, that's an IBF final eliminator. The winner of this fight becomes the mandatory challenger for the winner of Lomachenko, Tiafimo, Tiafimo Lopez. Ooh, wow. So that's a really good position. Yeah, that's a, that's a good position for us to be in. I also have the number two rated lightweight in the WBO, Emmanuel Tago. He's finishing up camp. We go to Atlantic City next week uh, because he's fighting March 19th. That'll be on UFC Fight Pass. He's fighting Ray Perez. Uh, and Tago, if he wins this fight, will most likely be fighting Ryan Garcia should he beat Jorge Linares in an eliminator for the WBO. So I'm wow. doing pretty good right now with the lightweights and right on the verge of two world title challenges. Um, you know, just... You can find me uh, on Twitter at Peter Kahn, P-E-T-E-R-K-A-H-N. And uh, you can also find the Fight Guys YouTube channel. And don't hesitate to Google my name, Peter Kahn, and the word Forbes. And you can read all the stories I write in Forbes as the boxing contributor, a true boxing schizophrenic. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very true. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know what medication you take for that, but maybe it's just more boxing. Peter Kahn, thank you so much for more doing boxing. this. More boxing. Feed him more boxing. Yeah, yeah, just give him more boxing and call me in the morning. Take two two, bo- two boxings and call me in the morning. Hey, uh, Peter, exactly. we appreciate you doing this. It's always awesome to have you on the show. That is Peter Kahn. This has been the Under Review Show. I am D. We'll talk to you next week. Adios, muchachos.